in a world where... Nah, this ain't that kind of podcast. Let's be honest, the world doesn't need another podcast where we ask the same old questions to the same successful people. You're listening to the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. Grab a seat at the table as Nev and his guests dig into the challenges that successful agencies and freelancers have overcome to achieve their success. There's no script, and Nev's insatiable curiosity and ADD can take the conversation anywhere. So let's get real and have some honest talk, lots of laughs, and some helpful insights into what it really takes to create more profit and impact in your business. We're back with another episode of the Profit and Impact Podcast. This episode, it's a solo show, so you're stuck with me for however long it takes me to rant about a life isn't fair because this isn't a Disney movie. We're not guaranteed a happy ending. You might not get Prince Charming. That little guy from Ice Age, he loses the acorn sometimes. <laughs> but no, really, that's, that's why I call this episode, and I said fairness is for fairy tales, because life, it's not a fairy tale. But here's what I'm going to do. This isn't all doom and gloom. <laughs> You're like, thanks for depressing me, Nev. No, I'm going to show you that we have to accept that okay but i'm going to show you how we can then use everything in our power to succeed even given that life isn't fair all right so let's think about this why isn't life fair well there's some people that are born with advantages okay they hit say the genetic lottery and they have great amazing parents they're born in the privilege they're other things along these lines. Is that fair? Hell no, that's not fair. You know? But the thing is, the world is filled, filled with these type of injustices. Has the response to your hard work always been fair? Can you tell me that, like, when you've busted your butt and really tried hard at something, has it always succeeded? Hell no. You know, have, have you just killed yourself for a client and then given it to the client and their reaction wasn't positive. They didn't like it, whatever. And you're like, do you know how much work this took? Do you know what you're actually paying me? <laughs> so is that fair? Is that reaction fair? Hell no, that's not fair. So we're not guaranteed success no matter how hard we work. But see, the thing is, it's, it's a fallacy that's been built, like beat into our head since we were like young. And let me give you a, uh, an example that's, that's really relevant right now. How about the you know, last 10, 15 years? that the kids are getting out of college, we promise them, hey, just bust your butt in high school, get into a good school, bust your butt, you know, pay money, go in the debt, and bust your butt in college, and you're going to come out, and you're going to get a great job, and you're going to be able to pay off those loans, you're going to be able to have a higher standard of living than what your parents had, because previous generations for the last couple hundred years did have better standard of livings than their parents, not so much anymore. So, that's not fair. It's clearly not. I mean, I could rant on about this, but I'm going to digress and stick to the topic. Kim, if you caught the podcast, I think that was out right before this one. Kim Doyle and I, we, we, we kind of got off on a tangent about that. It was very interesting. So, but I digress. Okay. So, so where does this leave us then? If we, if we think life isn't fair and you know, hard work doesn't equal success. So what's one to do? You know, because it doesn't sound like 
you know, you have good choices then. Well, like I said, I'm going to give you a little hack to apply that'll make your choices better. But right now, you know, your choice is to play or not to play. Because even if somebody's had a massive head start or even if other people have a certain advantage, what are you going to do? Like not play, not participate, not do anything? You're just going to give up? You're not even going to try? Because that's, that is one way to guarantee the outcome. Because the, the trite old saying is you miss every shot you don't take. What applies here? If you don't try, you're guaranteed to fail. So even though hard work doesn't equal success, hard work is still our best chance for succeeding, okay? Now, a lot of people want to talk about luck and the people out there that are really successful that are lucky. You know, in my uh, course on money, we talk about mindset, we talk about that mindset. We're not going to dive too deep into that, but I want to give you some examples of and dispel a little bit about this myth about luck, okay? And I want to define what, to me, luck is, okay? Because there is like the so-called dumb luck where you just strike the lottery or something like that, and that's just dumb luck, okay? But there is, for most people, luck is defined when opportunity meets hard work. That's my favorite definition of luck. Because then it takes it out of this nebulous kind of just fortune kind of thing, kind of luck kind of thing. You know, I'm defining a word with a word. I know not to do that. But I think that's the best way to put it. Okay. Now let's look at some people. Let's let's look at some companies right now. So Amazon, Jeff Bezos, the richest person in the world. And you could say that, ah, boy, he was lucky. He just got into the internet business when the internet was taken off and Amazon has some questionable competitive practice and all those kind of things. But here's the thing about Amazon. They were in business. They started in 1994. Who was using the internet in 1994 here? Who had a computer in 1994? I remember I went to college in 1994 and my parents bought me a word processor and that was like, ooh, I didn't have to go to computer lab to use a word processing program you know i had i had a word processor in my um in my room um I, and there was one person on my floor that you know my dorm floor that actually had a computer so but anyways amazon 1994 they lost money for year after year after year okay and i think it was uh well in like in the, after the tech crash after like into the 2000s before they were actually making a consistent profit all right so let's look at netflix okay netflix is actually older than some people listening to this podcast seriously netflix founded in 1997 all right now, I love, love, love the story about Netflix and how they've, you know, evolved over the years and decisions they made, but I'm going to save that for another uh, podcast, too. So, I want to also look at Google, okay? Everybody thinks Google, they're the ultimate venture capital funded company. Venture capital is just money from investors where investors are just throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at you to spend to grow your company. And it's like, yeah, who couldn't grow a successful business with a hundred million dollars, you know, with all these big name people supporting you and everything like that. But here's the thing, Google founded in 1995, all right, right after Amazon, right when we were saying, you know, it's, it's people didn't even have computers. Remember you have, um, 
AOL and Prodigy, and that's how you know you had to buy these services that let you tie into the internet, and it was oh, it was it was crazy, and, and but you had to have a computer and a modem. Computers didn't come. Anyways, this is not a rant on that. So Google, all right, 1995, they didn't take their first venture capital funding for three years. They didn't take their first investment for three until 1998. And you're thinking, oh yeah, three years, then they get to $100 million and have, woo, big whoop. No, their first, the first time they were invested in was for $100,000, okay? It wasn't for year or two after that that they started attracting big attention, all right? And then one more, one more, because those are some big companies. Let's talk about a person who had a biz, who had a business, you know, kind of like us, a small business that they were doing, Rachel Hollis. You know, I think a lot of you probably heard of her. She wrote the book, Girl, Wash Your Face. You know, she does a lot of motivational speaking, has a lifestyle, and has all this kind of stuff. That was her sixth book she wrote. It just she didn't just write a book one day and then became a became this famous multi-millionaire kind kind of person living this amazing life. She wrote five books that no one ever heard of or read basically. What what is it like girl at one point if a million people read your book and there's 300 million people in the US, do you know what a small amount of people You've reached 0.3% of people, you know. So, you know, when I say no one read her previous books, no one read her previous books. Almost almost no one reads a bestseller, but that's, that's, that's neither here nor there either. So I just wanted to point out that these people who you think were just really lucky, maybe they weren't so lucky after all. Maybe we just don't know about the backstory. All we hear is, like I always say, the highlight reel of everything. And that's why I want to dig into the security cam footage, like I say, with, with this podcast and show you these kind of things so that you realize that we have a lot more in common with even the most successful people as business owners, no matter what level of success we're at right now, than we do with just somebody that, you know, went in at nine, worked to five and collected a paycheck for their whole life. All right. Now, like I said, like to start this, there is another definition of luck. I call it dumb luck. It's just, you know, and there are some people who didn't work hard, lucked into an idea, lucked into starting a business in the perfect situation, the perfect environment, and maybe they were left, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars by their parents and they could do whatever they wanted. It's like, I'm not going to say something controversial here to some people, but it's like some of the Jenners or even any of the Kardashians. I mean, they had every advantage in the world to get to where they were going. Chris Jenner, who their, their mother and everything like that, who I think is brilliant. But no matter how brilliant you are, when you have the ability to call up and talk to the director of content at MTV, the executive vice president of content and say, I want to have I want to go to lunch with you next week to pitch an idea for a TV show for my daughters. That's a pretty damn big advantage, okay? And then when all your when all your sisters and everything like Kylie Jenner has a makeup label, I mean, they, she, she could have come out with socks for crying out loud, and they would have she would have become they would have sold hundreds of millions. So, anyways, so, 
So there is some kind of things as dumb luck. But if you're counting on dumb luck, if you're counting on something like that, I'm telling you, you have a better chance at getting rich and by, by playing the lottery. All right. So in your chances of winning the lottery are like infinitesimally small. Yeah, your chances of getting rich through dumb luck and not doing this stuff, not taking the chance with hard work are even smaller than that. But this isn't a podcast about working hard and everything like that. But let's just say if we're, I needed to set the uh, groundwork. So but let's say that we're decided we're going to work hard. Okay. You know, no matter how hard we work, it, nothing is guaranteed. We should give ourselves the best chance for this hard work we are going to put, put in to pay off. And capitalism, it's what gives us our best shot. And yes, 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 terribly flawed, terribly, terribly flawed. And in my first podcast, I talk about, you know, all the flaws and everything like that. But I don't have to tell you guys this, like running a small business is tough. It's really, really tough. And that's why I want you to embrace like what I call compassionate form of capitalism, because it's going to give you the best advantage you can to succeed for all this hard work you're putting in to create that impact you wanted to create. Because here's the deal. And like I said, you know this, (laughs) but we can't run a business and lose $100 million and then still give us a million dollar bonus. Like a lot of these CEOs and stuff like that at these big companies. You know, problem with capitalism, yes. But reality of capitalism, yes. So we're all in agreement that we need every advantage possible to succeed. Because the truth of the matter is, we can't create the impact we want to create if we're not in business anymore. It's just that simple. It's a harsh reality, but a simple reality. All right, so it's story time. All right. And this is a story about luck, bad luck, and the power of capitalism. And no, it's not going to be as boring as that might sound. You're like, ooh, luck and bad luck. Oh, capitalism. No. (laughs) This is going to be kind of interesting because it stars one of your favorite people. Me. No, kidding. Actually, it does star me, but, you know, not one of your favorite people. (laughs) Anyways, though. So, uh, some of you might have, if you're listening to this when it comes out, you might like, Nev, where have you been for the last six or seven months? I've, eight months, shit. I've been maybe longer before this one comes out. But anyways, I've been really sick, okay? And that's kind of the bad luck part. But let's rewind a little bit. (laughs) To like March 2000. COVID. Quarantine. Lockdown, fear, about money, about business, about all sorts of other things, about where to get toilet paper for crying out loud. So, um, but like we talked about luck and we define what luck is when hard work meets opportunity. I know that I had been working on this business, the Nev Harris brand business, helping agencies and freelancers understand their money started that because for those who don't know I started because I was ran an all right agency you know but I never really had a lot of talent worth WordPress and designing websites I had zero talent to be quite honest about being able to log in and do anything but I had a lot of great people I knew that you know in the WordPress community and everything like that that helped me out a lot 
And what I realized is they struggled with their money. So I had been building this business and building this business, but you know, I had two other businesses I was running at the time. And so it didn't get a ton of attention, uh, but it was, a, it was a project I was really passionate about. Well, come March and fear about money and everything like that, the market drops and everything like that. Well, opportunity. I'd put in the hard work and now here comes opportunity because they wanted somebody that wouldn't put people to sleep to talk about money. So I was all over the media, all over national publications, all over the national media. It was really, really great. So luck, then bad luck. A couple months after that, <laughs> I get really sick. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know, like, why I'm so sick. You know, I've had every test in the world. They can't figure it out, but uh, luckily I've, you know, they've found a way to like stabilize, you know, my condition because I lost like 30 pounds and, you know, if you know me, I didn't have 30 pounds to lose. So uh, before I wasted away to absolutely nothing, now let's fast forward to December. Yes, I spent an absolute fortune on sound effects because, uh, you know, that's in the budget for the podcast. So it's December 2020 and I get a message from somebody I knew that says that they haven't seen me around, they haven't seen me around personally, but they just wanted to say how great it is that I've been, uh, that they've seen me all over the place on social media and everything like that. And I don't even get this message for like three days because I'm like passed out on the floor. <laughs> Seriously, I was, I was that sick that, you know, I spent a lot of time passed out on the floor just falling asleep. The great thing about that, though, was that capitalism had put me in the position to still be able to pay my team to be putting stuff out on social media that I had already done that made me look like, you know, I was still really out there and that I didn't even miss a beat. But where the truth is, you know, I was really struggling with my health and the business was really struggling too, because without me, this podcast, some of these episodes were taped over a year ago. And the course that I'm doing, that was the whole purpose of the Nev Harris brand was to come out with a course, well, come out with a lot of free content and then come out to help people understand money because you can't understand your money. It's just, no, it's not your fault. You don't understand it. It was never clearly explained to you to, you know, come out with this course to help people understand their money. So if something does happen like this, you know, that they could still be around. So that, but that course got put off for a year now. It's, it's done. It's out there. You know, it's great. <laughs> a little shameless self-promotion right there. So, um, but, you know, in the book I'm writing, that, well, it's actually done uh, being written. It's just being edited right now. So it'll be out soon, the Profit and Impact book. So if it's not already out by the time you hear this, that didn't see any progress for 10 months. So like the, the beautiful thing is that even no matter how sick I was, no matter how, how out of it I was, capitalism had put me in that position that even though I was knocked down, that there was, I could like, I could get back up and there would be something that I could get back up and fight on with because I didn't know what was wrong. I still don't know what was wrong. But the thing that I was absolutely certain about was that I didn't want to lose everything. I was worried about that, but I was comforted in the fact that I could still pay my bills. Okay. 
and not just lose like a business for my, my income and not just lose the opportunity to make the impact that I think is so critically needed out there. But my sister works for me. Mary Beth Tedrick, that's my sister. She's always Mary Beth Harris to me. And what was I supposed to do and say, hey, Mary Beth, I'm sorry, I'm sick. You know, you can't make your mortgage payment now because I can't afford to pay you. Uh, my lead designer for the agency, you know, great guy. Um, he takes care of his family in the Philippines. You know, is always taking care of somebody in his family. And what, what was I going to say to him? Like his church and very involved in that. Sorry, you know, you can't make the impact that you're used to making because I'm sick. You know, that, that, that would really suck. That would like super compound you know, all the heartache and everything like that and the ramifications from being sick and losing a business. But luckily, because of capitalism, because of employing these compassionate capitalism principles, none of that uh, came to pass. So, you know, I could afford to maintain things. And um, in July of 2021, I was able to go to the um, Mayo Clinic. Well, you're probably not, this is probably coming up before then, but in July, I'm going to the Mayo Clinic and my insurance doesn't even cover it. But, you know, or one of my <laughs> last options at this point to uh, have somebody try to figure out what's wrong with me. So, yeah, and capitalism has put me in this place. Because like I was saying, it's just my absolute passion to share with other agencies and freelancers how embracing compassionate capitalism can give them the best shot to be able to create the impact they want for their families, their employees, their clients, their community causes they care about. Because that, that's what this is all about. When I tell you life isn't fair, when I tell you that capitalism is your best shot at succeeding, it's for that. That is why we do all this for the impact that we could create. Because honestly, if all you care about is the money, you'll probably quit listening to me a long time ago. Because I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop beating the table on the fact that the more profit we make, the more impact we can make. So making more money allows us to care more, not less. They're not mutually exclusive. That's why this is so important to me. And if you're listening to me go on about this, I think that's important to you. The next couple episodes are really going to dig deep into the explaining what what compassionate capitalism is and how to apply it. And, you know, because we do a solo show and interview because I actually love the interviews a lot more than just ranting into a microphone here. But, yeah, it's, I think, 1.55 a.m. on a Saturday because I promised I would get this done by Monday. <laughs> yes. All right. So that is that, my friends. See you next week. That was the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. For a full recap of this show, or for more info on making more profit and impact with your agency or freelance business, visit nevharris.com. If you liked this episode, show us some love. Give us a rating and comment over on iTunes and help Nev get the message out to more agency owners and freelancers. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.